Random Art Tips and Rambles with Rafi. Hola, you amazing artist. It's Rafi. And today I want to talk about inspiration. Uh, actually, I want to talk about how it is that Stan Lee inspires me. Many people have asked me what or who inspires me in the hopes that I'll discuss some artists out there and how their particular artwork inspired me to create what I create. And I've never really been inspired by someone's artwork in particular. I get inspired by people's artwork, like uh, bits and pieces of something here, maybe colors that they use, maybe different textures that they use and stuff like that. As far as wanting to duplicate another artist's work, it just it's never been one of the things that has really inspired me. I'm a big admirer of artwork, and I think that every work of art is worth stopping and looking at. In fact, there's a number of artists out there whose works, uh, bits and pieces of their work might have inspired uh, my work. And it's even artwork that I've disliked out there that I saw one particular thing in it that I was like, oh, that's so cool. So like that might have inspired some work. But as far as like a body of work, um, I, there's not really it doesn't work that way for me. The thing is that it doesn't stop with artists. As far as inspiration, the things that inspire me um are by people in all sorts of career backgrounds. Uh, so many, in fact, that it's impossible for me to just name one, but I'm going to try in this podcast because, you know, I've been inspired by hundreds, hundreds of humans out there who live their life in a certain way. And really, those are the things that I look at. I don't just look at whether or not they became successful or what kind of art they created or what they did. Most important to me is like, how did they live their lives? I'm inspired by the human experience and finding out as much as I can about said person and figuring out what it was that was going on in their life. Even people out there that maybe didn't live a, a great life, but just kind of looking at their life and their example and thinking to myself, like, what would I have done differently? It, like in the case of Van Gogh, when I look at Van Gogh, Van Gogh is somebody that, uh, and I'm going to include this in my marketing book. He's somebody that could have had a very successful career while he was alive and there were certain things and certain factors that just played against him that really weren't so much out of his control and it's something that that when I was looking at his life Van Gogh didn't inspire me to think like oh artists just you know become famous after they die it, it inspired me to think like okay well this is where he was struggling with things. Those are the kind of things that inspire me, even when I'm looking at maybe somebody's life that I don't want to uh, repeat. So this podcast in particular is about Stan Lee, and I freaking love Stan Lee, right? And there are several things that he inspires for me. And, you know, everybody has their, their own uh, perspective and whatever knowledge it is that they think that they have about different humans out there. And so like, I'm not here to uh, say that you're wrong or that I'm right. I'm here to just tell you what it is that he has said that has inspired me. One of the things that he has said is basically have an appreciation of what it is that you do. And by that, the way that he expressed it was like, he was a writer. So he loved to, uh, basically for work, he would read a lot. So he would say like, you know, read for your work, but write for yourself. And the same thing goes for, 
uh, when it comes to art, I love looking at different art. I love being inspired by the world. I love looking for inspiration and any kind of thing, whether it's music, any form of art that's out there. And so I take those in and I really, really, really take it apart and look at it and, and take a look at the feeling of it. So that has a lot to do with the work process for me. But when it comes to creating my art, I don't concern myself with that for, you know, how other people are going to take it. I basically concern myself with how am I taking it and whether or not I'm feeling those things when I'm looking at my art. One of the other things that was inspiring about Stan Lee was that he wasn't shy about talking about doubt in yourself. Uh, and basically with his motto, it was one of the things that he said, and I'll read this early in my career before the Fantastic Four, I struggled. I felt I was never going to get anywhere. Even afterwards, I was embarrassed to say that I wrote comic books for a living. I had a lot of shame about that. Even when I made a good living, my dad didn't think me as a success. He was pretty wrapped up in himself most of the time. Some of that rubbed off on me. I was always looking at people who were doing better than me, and I was wishing I could do what they were doing. And basically what he goes on to say is that even though he was feeling that, he just persisted. He just kept moving forward. He just kept going, even though that doubt and imposter syndrome could really, really sink in. The other thing that I learned from Stan Lee was to not undervalue entertainment uh, because being out there and entertaining people in some way, shape, or form is going to take them out of the funk that they're in. It's going to help people change their minds immediately. It's going to educate the foolish, as Stan Lee says. It's essential to good storytelling. It's essential to good art to be able to be out there and understand that you are a force in the world. And in order to be a force in the world, it's it's important to inspire curiosity, uh, even in, in some cases like outrage with something that you create. It, it just something that causes people to feel something. And that to me is entertainment. Entertainment is something that causes people to feel something, whether it's a comedian, whether it is a great movie, whether it is a great song, whether it is a great piece of art. And it's easy to undervalue the word entertainment because of the way that it's usually used. But understanding that it's all attached to the feeling. And I think that as artists or as creatives out there, the things that we create are fundamentally based in feeling. And so when we're putting it out there, it's important to not undervalue that. The other thing that I learned about Stan Lee was voice your opinion, right? So all art is a commentary on something. It doesn't matter uh, if you're like, well, I didn't, wasn't really thinking about anything when I painted that thing. Uh, I just saw a flower and I thought it was pretty. That is always a commentary on something. And people are going to take it whichever way it is that they take it, whether they take it as a political leaning, whether they take it as a perspective on something that maybe they disagree on. And the thing about it is that your concern is not to uh, worry about what it is that they think about 
but more along the lines of what it is that you think about the work, right? So it's important that even if I create something that maybe was a, just a, a, a fuzzy inspired by the canvas in of itself and there wasn't really a story behind it, it's always important for me to sit down and understand and look at the piece a little bit deeper and see if I could find what this means to me. I always feel like our artwork and our way of expressing ourselves is our unconscious speaking to us, telling us a story of something that's going on underneath the surface. And I find that every time, every time, no matter what the painting is, no matter what the art is, every time I create something, it has a story to tell me. There was a, there was another thing that I had read from him that really inspired me, which was you can't wait for inspiration, uh, it, which is funny that that's what inspired me because I spent a long time in my life making up excuses on why it was that I wasn't working on something, why I wasn't painting, how I could only work when I'm inspired. I think one of his approaches was to just put word on the page. Above all, professional authors can't afford to wait for inspiration. And he said, I don't have inspiration. I only have ideas and deadlines. And I kind of love that. And that's where I started to implement my own deadline on my own projects. And obviously, as an artist, you want to have the flexibility and the freedom to move your deadlines around. But I always made sure that I gave myself uh, some kind of time frame to put it in because I knew that if it was just an open-ended project with my history, I, I tended not to finish the things that I got started. And so I'd give myself a deadline to get it done. And I would take that deadline very seriously. And the only time that I would move it was when maybe it was just completely impossible for me to get it. But even then, the deadline did not change until the day of where I was like, okay, yeah, this is this is a little ridiculous. I'm not going to be able to reach my deadline but in that case, like it was just I would see it as a fun challenge. And I know that a lot of people, uh, you know, avoid deadlines. I mean, they're not they don't have the greatest name anyway. You know, deadline like but if you see it as a game, like I want to reach the end by this date, then that gives you more of a motivation to work on something. And honestly, I'm a big fan of really short deadlines because they usually push you to do something that you didn't even think you were capable of doing. One of the main things that I was inspired by when it came to Stan Lee was the idea that you yourself are the brand, right? Not the artwork, not the things that you create, but you yourself are the brand. And, uh, you know, because Stan Lee was part of the pop culture. He's He's been around forever. He He was Stan Lee, Stan the Man Lee. And basically all he was was a writer for comic books, but he created this persona. He was he was putting himself out there. And I think that that's the beauty of it. It's like the the authenticity of the way that Stan Lee put himself out there was really the thing that absolutely and completely motivated me to start putting myself out there and understanding that it's okay. It's okay if you have an opinion. It's okay if you want to share your art. It's okay if you want to communicate with the world. Uh, just because you're standing on a soapbox doesn't mean that you're a narcissist or that you're, you know, we, we grow up in a place where like, it's almost like we're taught to keep the attention off of ourselves. Uh, and so we get really quiet and we don't speak our mind and we don't tell people how it is that we actually feel about something. And we walk around behind this 
facade, not really ever showing the world who we really are. So that was that was one of the biggest things that inspired me about Stan Lee, uh, just growing up and being a quiet kid that was always told to like be quiet and sit in the corner or whatever. And seeing that and understanding that you could put yourself out there in an empowering way and still be loving and fun and have a great time. And so that that really, really inspired me and had a huge impact on who I am today. And the the final thing that I'm going to talk, there's a lot of things, but one of the final things that I want to talk about that I was really inspired by Stan Lee with was just keep moving forward. Just keep persisting. Uh, when, when I looked and researched into Stan Lee's, like it wasn't easy. And there were, there were years there where like he had even thought about quitting. And, uh, you know, one of the things that he said was, you know, my motto is Excelsior. And that's an old word that means upward and onward to greater glory. It's the seal of the state of New York. Keep moving forward. And if it's time to go, it's time. Nothing lasts forever. And I just, I I love that because it was like, this is the moment that you're in right now. You might as well keep going. Don't think of your failures in the past. Don't think of what might go wrong in the future. You know, sure, nothing lasts forever. If it's time for it to end, it's time for it to end. And all that means is new beginnings. But don't give up. Don't stop because you're simply not believing in yourself. Don't stop because it's taking too long. Don't stop because, oh, it doesn't seem to be working out. Pivot, change things, change direction, but just keep going. One of the things that he said was success can be scary in a lot of ways, and it can create imagery of a you in which you feel like your real you can never measure up to. Looking at the first draft of a work can be enough to dissuade further effort. And if you are intent on comparing it to finished work that your future self will be known for, that can completely and utterly stop you from producing anything. He said, I I'd would have been too nervous to write any stories, worrying and wondering if they'd be good enough for posterity to judge. Basically what he was saying was don't let posterity, don't let your professionalism uh strangle your enthusiasm as a creator. Don't don't let it strangle you. And I know that I have experienced that just in uh Klee and I both have experienced that in our art career where like we got too professional or we were taking ourselves too seriously or we were worried that of what it was that people expected out there of us and different things like that. And those, those worries and though that stress could really, really strangle your enthusiasm. So uh, it was a great lesson to learn from him. And it's a lesson that I'm still learning of not allowing myself to take myself too seriously and understand that what I do, I'm doing because I love it and because it's fun. And so in that love and in that fun for what you do, that's where your enthusiasm lies. It's not about becoming famous or uh, allowing uh, people to dictate how it is that you live your life because this is what you're known for. It is about having fun and putting yourself out there 
uh, with enthusiasm, which is completely and utterly contagious. So yeah, so that's it. Those are some of the ways, some of the few ways that Stanley inspires me as an artist and in life. I know this podcast was a little bit different, you guys, and hopefully you enjoyed this. I'm actually curious to know what kind of what kind of things inspire you, and if there's anybody out there that you can name that inspires you and possibly why, why it is that they inspire you. And thank you so much for listening, you guys. You guys are absolutely freaking amazing, and I totally adore you. And if you like this and you want to listen to more like this, just go ahead and click somewhere around here to subscribe, and that's it. I'll talk to you guys soon. Adios.